This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 524. It's time to embrace slow technology by Kate Flanders of kateflanders.com. And I'm Justin Mollick. Happy Thursday. Welcome back or welcome for the first time if you're new here. This is where I read to you every single day to help you live a more meaningful life, covering personal development, productivity and life hacks, mindfulness and minimalism mostly, from some of the best blogs you can find and occasionally from books too. And today's post comes from Kate Flanders, before we get into it, I think I've mentioned this only two or three times before. I have special book giveaways for people who answer just five or six questions to help me understand who is listening right now. It's really easy and quick to answer the questions. Just come by oldpodcast.com survey. If you enter your email address, it will not add you to any mailing list. That's only to be notified if you win a book from me. But if you don't wanna be entered into the book raffle or put in your email address, that's totally fine and you can leave the email blank and keep it anonymous. Totally up to you, but the info will help me craft the content for this show. So again, please come by oldpodcast.com slash survey, and you'll be entered to win books from me if you include your email address. I'll give you a quick reminder at the end. So for now, let's hear from Kate Flanders and start optimizing your life. It's time to embrace slow technology by Kate Flanders of kateflanders.com. In the first episode of the third series of Black Mirror, we get to follow the main character, Lacey, as she navigates life in a world where literally every interaction you have can be rated out of five stars through a mobile app. Chat with a neighbor in your front yard? You could be rated for that. Have a disagreement with someone at work? You will almost definitely be rated poorly for that. Mistreat or cheat someone? You wouldn't want to see the rating that would get to you. And that's the premise of the entire episode. Everyone alters the way they behave at all times, knowing any interaction they have could affect their overall rating and their life. Lacey has a rating of 4.2, which she is content with, until she learns there are advantages to having a rating of 4.5 plus. The rest of the episode shows the things she's willing to do in order to boost her number and how quickly she unravels when one argument has a negative impact on it. Against better judgment, she obsesses, lets her emotions take control of her actions, and makes even bigger mistakes that do even further damage. The episode is appropriately titled Nosedive, and of all the episodes of Black Mirror I have seen, Nosedive is the closest to a reality we already live in today, which is life on social media. I don't think I'm alone when I say I have always had a love-hate relationship with social media. I will never be completely anti-social media because it is how I've made countless connections and even built incredible friendships with people both locally and around the world. But I'm also aware of how it affects me on a daily basis. And the truth is, the impacts are often more negative than they are positive. Subconsciously, I am constantly comparing myself to other people. 
I feel disappointed when something I shared doesn't get a good reaction. And this is all heightened when times are tough, which they have been recently. It doesn't help that it also feels like the majority of what's being shared on social media these days is negative. The same way I constantly declutter my belongings, I am always unfollowing accounts that only share negative comments and content because it just seems to be getting worse. Along with live tweeting or bad experiences, it seems more and more people have learned the power of complaining about companies online. And I don't know when it became socially acceptable for adults to shame and bully each other, but that seems to be a new piece of Twitter etiquette too. Note that I am saying all of this as someone who feels she has to use social media for her business and the majority of the people I follow are in the same line of work, bloggers, authors, podcasters, companies we work with, etc. For us, social media is not only a way to connect with each other, it's a way to share our work with more people and potentially make more money. We have to portray the best versions of ourselves because anything less could do serious damage, unless being rude or mean is part of your brand, which works for some people, but isn't part of mine. And good or bad, the number of followers, likes, comments, and shares feed our egos. When you work for yourself, you have to wear all the hats required to run your business, and social media manager is usually one of those hats. You have to come up with some kind of strategy to share your content and even pay for apps or products to help you put your strategy into place. Then on top of an overflowing inbox, you also have to read and reply to messages on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Lately, I've started wondering if wearing the social media manager hat could be stealing my attention from other aspects of my business. And with the increased negativity there seems to be online, I've always wondered if I'd be happier offline. I kept a journal during the first half of my road trip last fall before my schedule filled up in the second half. One of the most memorable thoughts I documented was on the day I realized I was generally happy all the time. And I wondered if that was because there was no one with me who could alter the experience. I didn't have to deal with anyone's bad moods, road rage, or the like. And I didn't have to hear a single complaint. I was able to just wake up, decide what I wanted to do, and go about my day. Now I'm starting to wonder if that's what life would look like if social media wasn't part of it, or at least played a smaller role in it. Last year, I found I was unhappy with how much time I was wasting on Facebook and how unhappy being on Facebook actually left me feeling. So I quit. I deactivated my personal profile in May 2016 and haven't looked back. A couple weeks ago, I told you I noticed my anxiety grew every time I checked Twitter and how I wasn't really getting anything positive out of using it lately anyway. So I started spending less time on there and it's been great. I don't think I'll delete my account, but it feels good to have one less thing to think about right now. So that's what I'm going to experiment with this month, life without social media. In fact, I'm gonna take this one step further and say May will be the month I embrace slow technology. Over the years, I've already taken a few steps that have allowed me to be more intentional about how I use social media and technology. I got rid of my personal Facebook, Pinterest, and Google Plus profiles. I got zero notifications on my phone, except for text messages. I stopped checking email first thing in the morning. I canceled cable five plus years ago and only watched Netflix. And now I don't have a TV in my home. But now that I'm more in tune with my anxiety and what triggers it, I wanna take one big break from everything and use that time to figure out exactly what role I want these things to play in my life going forward. Here are my intentions for the month. Experiment number five, slow technology. Do a 30-day social media detox, April 29th through May 28th. Figure out the role I want social media to play in my life. Check and reply to email less often. Also experiment with not checking on my phone. Figure out the role I want technology to play in my life. Phone, computers, TV, etc. Read from a book every day. Part of this slow living experiment comes from wanting to remove some of the unnecessary negativity in my daily life. 
Part of it is a result of the pressure to have plus maintain an online presence. And part of it also comes from a recent need to feel more separation between my work and my real life, which is hard when you are your work. But this experiment was also born from an often unspoken truth, which is that when I'm sad, I'm more susceptible to waste time mindlessly scrolling through social media and consuming information I don't need. We do it to feel less alone, but as it turns out, it could actually be making us feel more alone than ever. My goal for the slow technology experiment isn't to completely disconnect from the online world or to isolate myself. It's to make sure I'm using technology in a way that improves my life rather than detracts from it. And it's to press pause and take some time to outline how I can be more intentional with social media in the future. You just listened to the post titled, It's Time to Embrace Slow Technology by Kate Flanders of kateflanders.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And she mentions bullying. We'll actually hear more on that from Leon Logothetis of The Kindness Diaries in tomorrow's episode. But I had to read this to you because I totally saw that episode of Black Mirror. And it's one I think about frequently because like she mentioned, it seems very real in a way. But just a heads up, Black Mirror is not a show for kids and is very dark. It'll often have you feeling a little depressed at the end and make you think about the terrible situations we put ourselves in. But I guess you have this podcast to counter that and hopefully bring some more positivity. But it's true, I feel like so much of what I see on Facebook and Twitter is negative. So I have to keep unfollowing people who are mostly negative and continually raging about politics and slowly try to change the feed to feature nicer things. But even in positive groups, the posts that seem to get the most comments tend to be negative because it turns into a big cycle of rage. We all really need to think about that and try to be more mindful about what we're actually contributing to. In the Optimal Living Daily Podcast Facebook group, it's usually pretty quiet and you tend to see that the less angry we are and the more positive the group, the quieter and peaceful it gets. I really like that. Anyway, a quick reminder, I'm trying to understand who's listening to this show and the only way I can do that is with a survey. You can do it anonymously, but if you fill in your email address, I will enter you into special raffles to win books from me. But anonymous is fine too. It's very quick to do, like one minute and just five or six questions. You can fill it out at oldpodcast.com slash survey, and that'll help shape the content of this show. That's it for today. Have a very happy Thursday, and I'll catch you in the Friday show tomorrow, where your optimal life awaits. Hey, this is Dan from the Optimal Finance Daily Podcast, which is a lot like this show, except more focused on personal finance. Justin handpicks the best posts he can find from blogs and authors like Ramit Sethi, Mr. Money Mustache, and more, and I read them to you five days a week. So if you enjoy this podcast, come on over and subscribe to Optimal Finance Daily too. And together, we'll optimize your financial life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.